Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello everyone. This is Small Business IT Radio coming to you via blogtalkradio.com. This is Stuart Crawford in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Your host today for Small Business IT Radio. Uh, IT webcast brought to here to help out small business IT consultants with their day-to-day business life. And we may touch the technical thing here and there. But really a show for the business owner or the owner of a small business consulting firm, small business specialist community members, people like that who want to see more general business information on how to run a small business technology show or technology company. Not a show. I'm running the show, not the show. Anyway, we're going to be talking about the IAMCP today, which is the International Association of Microsoft Certified Partners. We're waiting for Pear to join us. He's uh, going to be dialing in from Sweden here, hopefully very soon. But we have on the line, we have Elizabeth Vandervelt on the, on the phone, who's one of my committee members, uh, fellow board members with the Canadian board. And I think we also sit on some committees together on the international board, or the inter- international level of the IMCP as well. For those who don't know what the IMCP is, it's the International Association of Microsoft Certified Partners. It was formed uh, late 90s, I do believe, uh, to bring Microsoft partners together for a networking, for information sharing, and it's just evolved from there. So Elizabeth Vanderbilt is the VP of Business Development from Conomex International out of Montreal. Good afternoon, Liz. How are things with you these days? Good afternoon, Stuart. Yes, things are quite nice in Montreal for the time being, but uh looks like the weekend is really going, as we put it, really suck. So uh, I'll enjoy our, our time this afternoon, and um, I hope that uh, everybody that's listening will get a really good feel for... Uh, the IMCP and what it has to offer the partner community globally because we have to keep in mind and a big strong point about IMCP is that it is a global voice for partners in the Microsoft community with Microsoft. That's right. And I think uh, Pera has joined us. Pera, was that you that just dialed in? Absolutely. Phoning in from the Stockholm Archipelago. Oh, great. Welcome um, uh, to the to Small Business IT Radio. Today, again, the show geared for small business IT professionals. And Per Wormgren is the president of IMCP Worldwide and uh, also CEO of... Now, Per, I was hopefully get a chance to talk to you beforehand about uh, the name of your company. How do you pronounce the name of your company? Well, um, uh, it is much easier to say IDE than uh, actually trying to say the word Networks Consultant now. Well, I'll, just, I'll stick to IDE. How's that sound? I think that's uh, great. Stuart. Great. Well, we just uh, started some basic introductions, and I was going to have Elizabeth uh, just expand on what her role is with with Conomex first before we get into, you know, the meat and potatoes about the IMCP. So, Liz, tell us a little bit about Conomex and other Montreal. What do you guys do? Where do you focus? And what are your areas of uh, expertise? Well, basically, Conomex has been around for 22 years. Um, we're an ISV and system integrator, and our focus is best basically in the uh, SMB market segment. Uh, so we have a lot of clients that we do outsourcing work for. Um, before that, we did a lot of um, software development. We have products that were actually integrated into um, Computer Associates' um, ACPAC series of products. And um, we've decided now, uh, with all the wonderful tools that Microsoft's been bringing uh, out in the forefront, that we've gone back to our ISV roots again. So um, we're actually very busy in uh, getting ready to launch a, uh, a web store and um, back-end um, membership system. So in, on top of that, we keep busy with um, some of our very valued clients, and um, 
Actually, I keep myself more than busy enough with what I do with the IMCP because I find it such a valuable uh, association to be a part of. And on that note, I am actually um, a chair for Canada for the corporate citizenship. Uh, I sit with you on the uh, you know SBSC or SMB group committee, and as well, uh, I'm also working with uh, very heavily with uh, Wendy Callahan, who is our international chair for women in leadership and technology. So to say it, uh, to suffice to say, I um, I haven't got any time to get into trouble. Well, I yeah, I kind of figured that one out. And Pear, good uh, good evening to you. And tell us a little about yourself and your business in Sweden. Um, I've been in the IT business for um, uh, almost uh, two decades, or one one decade and a half. And uh, I've been running IT companies in Sweden and England uh, in the financial sector, financing IT uh, in the in the sector of uh, selling computers and uh, in the sector of uh, running companies that have been in the rental business for IT. And now I run a company doing outsourcing, especially for the mid-market, but uh, we don't mind customers that are small business. Well, and uh, it's great to have you on. And both of you, it's great to have you guys taking some time out of your day to talk to the small business community uh, across the world via small business radio here. a little bit about myself. My name is Stuart Crawford again, and I'm uh, the, the committee chair for the small business community inside of the IMCP. So we bring three uh, leaders in the IMCP together to kind of talk about what the organization for some of the value uh, that you as a small business IT partner can uh, get from the IMCP, and what are some of the areas that you can leverage or some of the other verticals that you can leverage inside the IMCP to help grow your business, get maybe resources to help your business, the place to turn to in time of need if you have a burning business question or you need to get a technical partner, whatever that looks like, this is a, the IMC is a great resource to turn to. Now, Per, since you're the president of our uh, organization, can you give us the, the high-level purpose of the IMCP? What are, what's the IMCP here for? Where, uh, what's the value that partners can get from IMCP? That's a good question, Stuart. I've been asking myself that same question. No, uh, not kidding. I think that uh, what we are, we are a business network. And uh, 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 everyone is good at something. But the customers sometimes need partners that are good at more things than uh, uh, just one partner can handle. And the beautiful thing with IMCP is that we are specialized companies that are working together. We can uh, go to the customer and tell the customer that uh, we are specialized in one field or we are are located in one field, but we can help the customer in other fields and in other geographies. So so, uh, uh, the IMCP is really a community that is built up with uh, smaller partners, smaller partners that uh, uh, being part of IMCP can uh, uh, increase their profitability because they can take on larger projects and they can also take on uh, clients that uh, that uh, really have a need for partners that are specialized in more than one field. So if I'm a small business partner, I can leverage dynamic partners, ISVs, create relationships with them to 
help grow my business but also extend my services to them. I know a lot of ISVs and dynamic partners that don't want to get involved with the SI bar space and some SI bars that don't want to get in the software development or uh, Great Plains support, division support. The, the ISV is a great place for them to yeah. help build their network. Yes, and, and uh, 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 as a small business partner, you can still be in control. You can be in control. Uh, you can uh, uh, help the client with uh, 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 things that other partners are doing, but they are doing it through you. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, that way you uh, uh, stay in control and you also uh, uh, earn a profit of uh, everything that all other partners are doing. And that's a beautiful thing to grow your business. So we got this organization, the IMCP, that's out there. Perry, what's some of the history? Like, where, how did the IMCP start? What was the what was the what was the original idea of the IMCP? Was it uh, going to be a networking organization, or was it something else? Well, uh, uh, at first, uh, and uh, I was not around uh, by uh, by the early days, but uh, the association started in 1994, and uh, uh, we have have we have had our and downs, uh, and initially it was uh, a little bit of a pressure group, keeping putting pressure to Microsoft, uh, and uh, also putting pressure to uh, to legislators. Uh, and those uh, were the early days when Janet Reno were fighting uh, against Microsoft, and uh, IMSP were uh, helping Microsoft uh, in those efforts. But we have evolved, and. Uh, uh, today, uh, I think that uh, that, that uh, um, the true thing about ISP is that we are a business network. And I don't think that being a business network was uh, within our charter when we started. Okay. So, so now we're the, now we're now we're looking at things like uh, training, uh, helping Microsoft deal with their legal and community affairs. But 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 we are more helping helping ourselves. Okay. Uh, today we have uh, four pillars, uh, and the first pillar and the foremost pillar is P2P, doing business together, partnering. So partner uh, partner activities, correct? Partner partner activities, and IDC actually measured uh, how much uh, P2P business we did last year, and they came up with some amazing figures. They say that they have found evidence that uh, the value of everything we did together last year in terms of partnering was $6.8 billion. Well, that's quite and a bit of, uh, that's a a bit of money. Amount. Yeah, that's a lot of money. And uh, uh, our second pillar uh, is uh, advocacy. And advocacy, that is uh, uh, thinking about things that... that uh, Legislators might uh, might do that might have a negative impact uh, on uh, companies that are in the Microsoft ecosystem. Okay. Uh, and right now we are side by side with Microsoft, uh, trying to make sure that OpenXML becomes an official standard, an ISO standard, together with the current uh, ones that are ODS and uh, PDF from okay. Adobe. Uh, and our third pillar is citizenship. And uh, 
Uh, Elizabeth is still humble, but uh, Elizabeth has uh, uh, taken on being the chair for the whole world in terms of uh, bringing citizenship uh, into every partner's life. And citizenship, that is a little bit about giving back to society. We, all, we are all successful in, in our field, but there are people that are less successful. And uh, uh, what we are doing in this committee is that we are trying to find ways to give back to society, be really good corporate citizens. And uh, I guess we could have never found a better leader than Elizabeth doing this. So let me just stop, stop you right there, Perrin, and maybe turn it over to Elizabeth and, uh, and her views on the whole corporate industry, because I know she's very passionate about it. Uh, what are some of the things that IMCP has done to help the community from a citizenship point of view? Well, actually, um, what I found amazing was that uh, when we went to Denver this year, we decided to get a publication out there so that we could let people know exactly what IMCP has already been doing, um, never mind just um, starting in a more formal fashion. And um, to my great surprise, it is amazing the types of projects that uh, partners uh, from Germany, from Brazil, from Peru, from uh, the, you know, the United States and in Dallas, when they had the Katrina uh, disaster, um, partners in, in droves have come out to um, offer support, whether it's sweat equity, whether it's you know, IT equipment, whether it's human resources to actually you know, pick up the pieces and, and help people get their lives back together, um, you know, donations of funds, you name it, and they've ab absolutely been doing it in large numbers. We have other partners that have gone in and supplied you know, kindergartens with specialized technology um, to help children uh, learn better. Uh, we have other partners that have just uh, gotten up um, you were a very excellent example, um, Stuart. You you came to my help right away when I said let's do something in Canada and let's deal with you know multiple sclerosis and let's do a walk and raise some awareness and get other Microsoft partners involved. And you stepped up to the plate right away and you know we challenged each other and um, you know we all, we all know people that are are suffering in in different ways. It might be health wise. It might be you know where they live because of the lack of of resources of even simply water or the fact that they're having trouble learning and they're having learning disabilities for which technology can you know, play a vital role. And when I put my publication together and I looked back at it and I said to myself, my God, I'm not really the leader. I'm picking up where some wonderful people have already started to um, you know, put a path there for us. So it's a matter of getting people to know the wonderful work that so many of our partners worldwide have done and then educating them on how they can now go and take the lead and start participating either locally, regionally, or internationally on projects of their own. And in that way, we were lucky enough to talk to Legal and Corporate Affairs, which included um, the people from the um, Corporate Citizenship or Community Affairs, and um, they are 100% behind us, and um, they look forward to working with us on, on projects where we can help push out what they're trying to do and um, you know, give advice and, and um, guidance to partners worldwide that really do and sincerely want to make a difference for humanity's sake. So I'll leave it at that, and I'll let um, Pear finish off with our, our fourth pillar. Well, you know, I'm still waiting for my uh, my poutine from our little challenge for the uh, multiple sclerosis there as well. Yes, the poutine cup is still under construction. Don't worry, Stuart. <laughs> the the, uh, the fourth pillar, uh, Pear, in the whole PACE yes. acronym, uh, 
what is that what is what is that about well it is something that we are building and uh, we will um, build it this year and we will probably be able to uh, uh, launch it uh, next year and that is education we want the IMCP to be an association that helps partners building business acumen uh, and actually helping them becoming better businessmen. Mm -hmm. So education is uh, our fourth pillar that uh, is not a pillar yet, but will become. So we're talking about helping partners become better business people, uh, not necessarily uh, better technical resource training. You're like, like no. Not, we're, not, no. We're, not, we're not talking about that here, right? Yeah, we don't want to duplicate what Microsoft are doing in MSPP. We want to do other things, other things that uh, don't necessarily have something to do with IT, but have something to do with building better companies. Isn't and, that what you're uh, kind of doing today, pair with the uh, softwarebizexchange.com website? It's really a place for ISV partners to come to uh, work together, and there's a bit of a business acumen component to that? Good point, Stuart. Yes, Software Business Exchange is uh, an incubation project for us. Uh, uh, our first thing that shows our direction for the future, helping uh, partners become better partners. And Software Business Exchange is uh, a portal where really skilled business people, we have a lawyer from Texas, we have uh, uh, a sales manager, Ken Torreson, we have several other people that are specialists specialized in their respective fields that help uh, um, partners develop their business. So, so all these four pillars uh, stand for PACE, and that is uh, uh, the wonderful thing with IMCP. We want to make sure that members in the IMCP keep a higher PACE than the rest. Well, that's, uh, that's great, Per. Actually, if I can cut in, Stuart, I think that's Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. The other side of what um, you know, Tara was talking about is what IMCP is, and what it really is is a fountain of knowledge. Okay. Okay. It's yes. the resources that they put there, the network that they build of resources, the things that you can get from a, beyond just the P2P, the best practices, the ideas for you know b new business concepts, uh, you know, as well as the P2P, and that's when I was going to mention the software biz exchange. And that is going to give birth to things that we're discussing, for instance, like the small business exchange, where we feel we can duplicate the same structure, if you will, and offer uh, the same kind of resources and the same type of mentorship, if you will, in some cases, to the small business community. Mm -hmm. So there's a, there's a huge value in, in all of that. And the fact of the matter is everyone needs to partner to be really successful and to meet clients needs because that's what you're supposed to be doing you're supposed to be client focused so if you're going to be client focused and you're going to do that then why do you not want to work with what's considered from my perspective the most recognized and re respected um, nonprofit firm uh, or sorry nonprofit group worldwide which is what IMCP is and it's no doubt from the way that we uh, were recognized our IMCP was recognized at um, Microsoft's World Partner Conference recently this past July in Denver, it's obvious to, to many people that there is, um, there is respect, there is admiration. Uh, the people that are part of IMCP are, are really troopers. They're dedicated, they're committed, they're out there, they're willing to help. They put their heart and soul into it. It's, it's incredible. And, you know, you'd be foolish 
not to want to be part of a group like that because, you know, just what you can take, and hopefully you'll give back to it, um, you probably couldn't absorb uh, everything that possibly we have to offer to the global community. That's a great point, Liz. I just want to kind of remind everybody who's listening live today on the on the Internet that this is Small Business IT Radio, part of blogtalkradio.com. And we're going to open up the listener dial-in lines right now for people who want to dial in and ask myself, Pear, or Elizabeth a question. The dial-in number is 646-716-8372. The lines are now open for people who want to dial in and ask questions about the IMCP or you have some burning that you want to address. Uh, now is your opportunity to, uh, to do so. So, Pear, question to you on um, maybe some other purposes of the IMCP. If I'm a Microsoft partner, I'm a small business specialist uh, in Western Canada, and I need some help getting some traction inside my, uh, inside of Microsoft, is the IMCP somewhere where I can turn to to maybe get in contact with some programs like the Technology Adoption Program or some marketing stuff? Can I use the IMCP as uh, some leverage that way? Yes, absolutely. Uh, first of all, you will meet the Microsoft people at the events that IMCP uh, organizes. And uh, it is always easier to speak uh, to people uh, when you meet them in person than uh, trying to convince them to do something by an email. So, so uh, uh, meeting the right people at our membership meetings is uh, uh, the best way. But you can also talk to uh, uh, the board members uh, in IMCP Canada uh, and uh, uh, identify the person that is responsible for the field that you are interested in. And that person will be able to make introductions to the right Microsoft people, and uh, they will surely listen to you. Well, I had an example yesterday. I had a small ISV partner here in my hometown of Calgary. Uh, was introduced to me by a Microsoft community evangelist and wanted some know where, where to turn for more information. So I immediately put him on to Software Bid Exchange, introduced him to some uh, other key people inside the uh, the partner program. So that's, you know, as, a, as an IMCP Canada board member, I've, that's part of my uh, uh, duties to make sure we build... The IMCP is really a community. That's, that's the way I see it. It's not really a business group. It's it's a community. We're a community of professionals, a community of partners here to help each other. Absolutely. Yeah, and I have to say, Stuart, that's exactly what you're doing with this, this radio show, is you are in of itself offering this information and advice to try to help other people. It's a group of people that, that share their time, their resources, and their knowledge to help others do better. And actually, that's another great thing, too, is because within the Microsoft community itself, um, you know, you and I have known each other for about a year and a half now. And, well, I think long, a little longer than that now, I think. Yeah, I guess it's getting, well, I don't want, we don't want to reveal, reveal our age, right? <laughs> that's right. Um, but, you know, interestingly enough, um, you know, I've done a, a ton of work, uh, started to do a ton of work on a Microsoft product called Groove. And because, you know, of, of your selflessness, um, you turned me over to the MVP group, and next thing I know, as of July, I became a, a Microsoft MVP for Groove. And then I turned around and I shared that, you know, my knowledge and everything, as many people as I can. And what it does is it just lends itself to showing how, um, how much people within the IMCP are looking to, um, to give to others and to help them build up their business, which is, you know, what you want to do. 
you just sometimes don't know where to turn. And this is the group that you know uh, propagates um, um, sharing of information. And I don't think I think it's fair. I think it's fair to say that there is you can't be a lone wolf in this world and expect to survive. And I don't I don't believe the IMVP would actually want to have those type of members anyway. But we want membership that's open to sharing, open to uh, sharing best practices. Wanting, generally interested in the success of others, and that's. That's why we have such a great relationship, because you help me, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Uh, I could run into a pair at the hotel in Redmond um, unexpectedly and have a, a good chat with them. These are some of the things that you know our community has built, and I'm sure there's other success stories throughout the entire IMP ecosystem on how that's all worked. Talking um, about the... That's, uh, talk about, Stuart, sorry, uh, 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 I think that needs to be emphasized a little bit, because uh, scientists that are studying networks uh, say that uh, the value for everyone increases uh, uh, enormously by the size of the network. So how big is the network pair? How many members do we have in IMCP worldwide? Today we are almost 4,000 companies, but we are uh, around 100,000 individuals uh, that, big uh, that are part of these companies, and uh, that's a huge thing. And how many countries would we be in, Perry? Like, uh, I think the last count I said was in, in and around the 30 somewhere? Yes. Uh, we are a little bit above that. And uh, uh, next week we are opening up in Slovenia. The week after we are opening up in Ireland. And uh, that's uh, our business. Uh, every week or every other week we are opening up somewhere. So, so uh, we, are at, uh, we are today growing... Uh, in a very good pace. Oh, great. And I mean, I think um, this whole Slovenia uh, one was born from just meeting somebody at the uh, Worldwide Partner Conference this year in Denver, and and then the the network took over, and the, the right people were brought in and introduced, and it just it's amazing how that grows that way. Absolutely, Microsoft uh, calls it uh, their conference, but uh, in the IMCP we call it our conference, and I call it. Uh, our hunting season. <laughs> That's great. So how did how you know, we had a the IMCP had a uh, a great booth this year at the Worldwide Partner Conference, and if you were there and you happened to stop by, you we had quite a few displays on the four pillars of PACE and uh, membership, uh, where to sign up for members and meet some of the the directors of different regions and some of the worldwide board members and committee leads and things like that. So as a small business partner, it was a huge amount of value to, to network. And Liz, you're a small business specialist. In in what's what's the real value the IMCP has brought to you in the since joining joining the organization? Um, I think it's it's access to um, a lot of other partners and their their business practices, uh, the guidelines they use for successful marketing. Um, you know. Uh, introduction to maybe products or technologies I really hadn't thought of, you know, looking at that um, might be very useful and very profitable for me to, you know, adopt within uh, my own business to, to then sell out to other customers. Um, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that too because IMCP was, you know, very huge this year at um, the partner conference. Um, the one thing that actually spun out of that and took up another floor space on the um, the uh, conference uh, floor uh, was the Women in Leadership and Technology booth, which was a whole IMCP-driven uh, event. 
and actually brought in some of the Microsoft's top-level executives like Tammy Reller, uh, Margot Day, we had uh, Karen Leigh Brew, and these are all you know top-level executives at Microsoft that absolutely jumped at the chance to work with the IMCP and uh, our chair Wendy Callahan, myself, and Sharon Healy, and we actually uh, did a presentation that was extremely well received, and uh, out of that has been born now a uh, Women in Leadership Technology website that's coming up, and we also have Women in Leadership Technology blog, and because of that, uh, I also have now a speaker session at SMB Nation uh, coming up October 1st, and funny enough that you should mention Slovenia pair because... Um, out of the session that we did that was sponsored by IMCP and Microsoft, I've actually had a speaker invitation for the CIO conference in Slovenia in November. Tremendous. And, yeah, and the, the, uh, the people there from Microsoft in Slovenia are, are very anxious to see you know, IMCP and, and, uh, and one of our members come in there and actually make a presentation at the conference because no doubt people will know very quickly that this was you know, uh, all in, in started with IMCP. There's value for, for everybody. There's value in niche ways, whether you know it's the women leadership or the small business group. And actually, Stuart you know, made a great case in front of our SBSC PAL group, which is uh, our partner area leads at Microsoft started this program this year. And we have people from uh, 24 different countries. And um, you know, we, we, we're presenting a value there that they're looking at and saying, you know what, this is something that we should seriously consider because they see... Like anything else, a good brand is something that you want to be attached to. And INCP, you know, with in, in all fairness, has an excellent branding, and for very good reason. Well, the INCP gets recognized on the worldwide stage, especially at the WP, at WPC, where Allison Watson gets up on stage and can't stop singing our praises of the organization and what we do to the partner ecosystem. Maybe, Perry, you probably know Allison probably the best out of the, the three of us, what is the uh, the feelings of that high level di- executive director level inside Microsoft towards the IMCP? Well, um, uh, they uh, recognize us and they understand that we are really good for their business and we are really good for increasing partner satisfaction. So um, uh, over the years, uh, and especially the three last years, Microsoft have uh, come to really love us. Uh, and uh, uh, today we are uh, arranging events uh, together with Steve Ballmer. And uh, that's no kidding. We are uh, highly recognized. People like Kevin Turner, Alison Watson, and Steve Ballmer definitely understand what we are doing for our joint business. So uh, I hate to say this, and I hate to leave you, but uh, I really need to uh, log off. It is... Uh, uh, Dinner time here in Sweden, and my family are starving. Oh, we know, Per. I really appreciate you taking some time out to to uh, come on the uh, the show today, and um, it was a pleasure spread, spreading the uh, the news about the IMCP to the small business IT community. So we'll let you go and get dinner. Yeah, it's uh, it's coming up on lunchtime here on the west part of Canada as well. But uh, thank you very much once again, Per, for uh, for coming on, and Elizabeth and I will just carry on. Yeah. And thank, thank you for this there. And, uh, and uh, I'm happy to re- answer any questions that uh, our listeners might, might have. Uh, uh, and my email address is per at idenet.com. per at 
idnet.com. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you, Perry, and have a great uh, have a great weekend. Thank you. The same. Thank you. So, Liz, we you know we got um, well, half an hour uh, left on the on the on the program today. Let's expand on this women in leadership and technology initiative that the IFCP brought forward because it's really something uh, neat. And I, I, you know, being being in a male dominated industry, and what's the general uh, mood? What's the What's, what, are you, what are you guys looking at getting out of this uh, this momentum here that you guys are starting to generate? Well, actually, you know, if you back up to when it really started, it was um, the reason I ended up joining IMCP because I had seen John Pay as our um, past president uh, in action. Uh, I was hearing a lot about what IMCP was doing, but what I noticed was there was absolutely no female representation on the board. And so I scribbled a note in one of Microsoft's presentations. I said, you know what, John, there's two things. Is One, I would like to see you know, more, uh, any females on your executive, I think that would be a, you know, not a bad idea, um, because whether we, you know, we have to face it, women and men do think differently, and there's, as one gentleman pointed out at WPC, uh, he's actually looking for females in particular, because their their thought process and the way they work is, is different, and he actually could use that within his firm. Um, I also told him that I'd like to see them doing something around corporate citizenship, which I also didn't see as part of their what is now part of their four pillars. So uh, from that, I actually got invited onto the board, and it took us about a year and a half of, you know, carefully planning and thinking out, you know, what is it exactly what we want to do, what do we want to present, what, you know, what value is it going to be to to pursue the, pursue this kind of venture, and um, that's what led to our women in leadership and technology session at WPC. But I had a more important reason for doing that as well. Um, there's a lot of studies that suggest uh, two things. One is that um, women are leaving technology still. The numbers are starting to creep up a little bit again, and it's uh, jumped from 12% in the prior year to 14.4% uh, the year after, and I'm not sure what we're going to see in stats this year. But um, also there is a um, very large gap that's going to happen by 2016, a huge gap in, in IT professionals that just aren't going to be there. And I thought to myself, well, you know, that's really silly. On the one side, you've got women leaving that should be staying, and that's just going to drive up the numbers even more. And on the other side, how do you fill this gap? Well, to me, it made, you know, perfect sense to me. If there aren't really that many women in IT, that's exactly the market that, you know, both men and women, okay, business owners should start chasing as a viable human resource. So what we're trying to do is, A, you have to first start by bringing awareness, which is what we did with this session at, uh, in Denver, and then, B, map out a strategy that will help either women that are in business or women that are within the technology field get the resources and the mentorship to you know, either move up, uh, grow if they're their own small business, or um, you know, find those other uh, female executives or, or female um, techies uh, to fill the spots that are going going to be going vacant more and more. So mm-hmm. we started to look at, you know, some of the issues, and quite surprisingly at TechEd, um, you know, if anybody would be more surprised, it was it was me. The And again, TechEd, you have to imagine, is a hugely male-dominated um, Microsoft show that, you know, I've attended a, a few times, and my partner, who is male, has um, barely missed a year. And um, they actually had a luncheon that was attended by over 500 people, but about 494 were female, and actually six men showed up. 
And the cute part of that was there's actually a couple of articles uh, from two of the gentlemen that actually got up and had the nerve to ask questions and were quite pleasantly surprised how they were, uh, how well they were received and the the uh, the perspective, the new perspective they had on women in technology when they actually you know left the conference. Mm-hmm. But that session alone presented um, you know five different women on a panel with um, you know five different ways that they ended up being in the the IT sector. Um, Eileen Brown, who is their um, moderator, was actually a merchant seaman. Now imagine being on going back probably about, I think it's 15 years, when she first started, maybe even more, that um, she was the lone female, you know, out in the middle of uh, uh, the ocean on a big frigate with a bunch of sweaty guys. And at first it was very difficult for her, but then, you know, she found her way and somehow, in in learning, uh, you know how to um, handle boats and that, she got into the engineering part of it, and she now heads one of the the largest uh, uh, divisions in Microsoft UK uh, around um, you know some of the uh, the higher platform products. And um, she moderated this session. It was amazing. The statistics they got from it, um, you know, in some cases, pointed out ways in which you know businesses, including Microsoft, have to rethink. Um, you know, what it is important to employees, both male and female, that will, you know, keep them interested in and pursuing, you know, their IT profession, whether it's, you know, marketing or programming or, uh, you know, uh, new product development. You know, there's a lot of uh, areas that that covers. And I, think, is, and I think you had a link to that whole presentation on your blog site. Is that correct? Yep, yep, yep. The, um, the, the blog is very simply womeninleadershipandtechnology.blogspot.com. And... Um, you know, it, 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 the, the um, you got to you have to go see the video. I mean, I, I don't care if you're a guy or a girl. If you really are, are serious about growing your business, you have to realize that there is going to be, you know, a severe shortage of IT professionals, and we have to encourage um, far many more females to to get into the IT sector, which is why Microsoft and IBM have been holding um, these, you know, camps, technical camps. Microsoft calls them Digi Girls, and um, my, uh, IBM calls it Excite. And um, they're proving to be more and more successful because they've figured out what it is. You know, whether it's a guy or a girl, you know, you guys tend to like to, you know, throw things and blow things up, whereas, you know, girls look for more humanity aspect to, to things that they do. So you have to respect those differences, and you, yet you have to address them. And when you do that successfully, then you can teach people that, yes, there's a reason to go this route, you know, and spark that interest, and then... Really, the key after that is to help mentor these people until you know they get themselves into the sector and and to be there to support each other. So that's basically what this whole initiative is about, and it's um, it's got legs. It's going global. We've got you know uh, Microsoft Women Partners groups that are you know calling us and saying we want to be part of what you're doing. Um, you know we've got the Microsoft executives that are very much on on board with this. One thing that struck me, um, Margot Day. Um, you know, who is a worldwide manager for Microsoft, you know, she put it very eloquently when she said, you know, I'm I'm interested in this for two reasons. One, she says, I'm often asked to, to mentor other women, but I'd like to, you know, bring others in, into the fold and, and let people know that we're out there to help them. And she said, you know, it's sad but true, but culturally there are many countries in which women are still not able to um, even think about per- pursuing technology as a career and um, we really have to um, try to see if we can help those people. So I think it's amazing what you and Wendy and all the other uh, leaders in the women's initiative on the IMCP are doing here to create the awareness out there that, you know, again, yeah, I mean, we're 
the real reality in the world, it's a male-dominated uh, industry. I have no reason why. Nothing it wrong with ha- that. It doesn't have to be. Um, but it's great that uh, you, you leaders in the industry are taking the initiative to, to create the awareness and help other uh, women in the technology field uh, as a resource or an avenue for them to help grow them, their business or grow their careers. So my hat's off to you guys for, for that. We've got a... Uh, just under about 20 minutes left here, Liz. I want to kind of fo- uh, focus a little bit on the small business side. I did small business radio on uh, small business IT radio on blogspot.com. And again, once again, the phone lines are open if you're out there and you want to ask us a question. The area code 646 716 is the dial in number. And Liz, uh, we can probably do another show down the road here on the whole WILT, I think it's what it's called now, uh, initiative. But let's, get, let's focus on the small business here for the next uh, 15 minutes or so. Well, actually, Stuart, that's, sure, that's, that's a good point. Is That is the, the focus. Is You know, you're a small business, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you, like many other people out there, you're all scrambling to, to look for people to fill the growing spaces that you have because, you know, as you become successful, well, it breeds other problems, and one of those that we can probably touch upon is um, finding, you know, good staffing and not just finding Absolutely. them but keeping them. So that's why I brought it up and went into it in in detail because in reality, I think the SMB market has got the biggest challenge of all in trying to find uh, those resources and and keep them. And I think you should elaborate on on some of the things that you have learned about, you know, um, finding the right employees and and learning how to keep them. Well, there's a it's definitely a challenge, and one I think I one I've learned over the last uh, few months, anyway, being with. Uh, inside the IFTP and externally through some of my other organizations I belong to, it's not necessarily. Uh, I used to think it used to be a Western Canadian thing, uh, particularly uh, an Alberta uh, labor shortage because of our booming economy here. It's not necessarily that. It's it's this is a worldwide problem. It's finding the right people, retaining them is definitely uh, a challenge worldwide and. Being small business IT professionals, IT owning IT companies, I fully believe it's going to get a lot worse before it gets any better. And I'm getting to wonder if acquisition and mergers are the only way we're probably going to get out of this problem in the next little while is to to look at joining forces with other companies instead of trying to be, again, it gets back to the whole lone wolf syndrome, is to join forces with other companies uh, M&A activity to partnerships, and I think Pierre kind of hit that in his talk that the partnership part is uh, is just as important as you know a uh, pillar for the IMCP P2P activities. So yeah, I mean uh, labor shortages and re- and employee retentions is something that uh, small business owners, small business IT consultant owners, have to be uh, thinking about all the time. Liz, I think you and I talked about this last a uh, few weeks ago that you're having some of the same problems in Montreal that we're having out west here. Is that not true? Oh, totally true. And and actually, on the flip side of that is once you get employees, you have to remember now. You know, just Microsoft alone has released a whole slew of products. You know, in the last uh, in the last uh, several months. I mean, you know, it's one thing when you've got your your staff up to to par. Now all of a sudden you've got all these other opportunities. Excuse me, because of the the platform changes. You know, how do you deal with that? So on the other side, now you've got the issue of, yeah, okay, now I can find the staff or have the staff. Now I've got to find resources to get them trained because that's a whole other can of worms. 
mm-hmm. that we can talk about. And again, in the SMB space, if you've got more work than you can handle, and yet some of it's based on you know new technology, how do you balance between trying to serve your customers and get your employees trained without having to send them you know stateside at five thousand dollars a week U.S. you know to get up to date, for instance, on something like you know SharePoint. So there again is a is a whole other topic that um, you know we can we can talk about. But in short, we've got you know basically a a Medusa here uh, or a double headed dragon where you've got one side where you're trying to get the people, and on the other side you've got to deal with the training. And I think for the the small business people out there, the um, this is where a lot of the IMCP members keep each other aware of uh, the technology, and we actually work to try to bring um, some of those resources. Uh, to uh, different markets, and I'll give you a prime example. Um, as I said, I'm very much into a product called Groove, and you know now there's a bunch of you know gold certified partners here that want to learn about it, as well as some of the other partners. And um, they're like, okay, this is great. Now, what I found is another person out of France that actually has developed some some great tools to to make it even work better and to give more value to it. And uh, what we're going to do through the WPC conference and IMCP is now this gentleman's going to be invited to do some some presentations, which is going to quickly educate, you know, the the people as to um, you know what the products are, how they can implement it. You know, in, in short, it'll be a, a training. It'll be free, but you know, it will kind of accelerate the the adoption of this product. I I think, and luckily because it's not such a, a, a deep and and terribly difficult technology. Um, you know, it'll provide a lot of small businesses with opportunities to go out there and, and to sell um, to their customers. That's a that's a lucky, easy one. But, you know, if you're talking to something like, you know, Moss, Microsoft Office SharePoint Server, you know, that's a product that actually does fit very well in, in the mid-market and the small business. In fact, I have it in a, a client that's under, you know, 25 employees. And it, it's worth it. It's more than worth it for them to have it. But, you know, it's it's a lot to learn. And yet what you'll find, especially for us in Canada as an example, is, you know, I've been looking for the last several months, and the only training available is down in the States at a very, very high cost. So IMCP is, you know, as a group, we're looking, you know, to see what resources and how we can arrange for, you know, a, a proper um, uh, opportunity to, to get some of the, these people up here to, to train um, our Canadian marketplace on these products so that we can meet our, our customers' growing demands for, for these particular products. There's a huge opportunity for the, um, the small business if, uh, you know, we can get those resources there. And that's, again, where INCP is working, you know, very hard with Microsoft to, um, to try to help you guys out. Well, that's, you know, and it's interesting you mentioned Moss and SharePoint. Out west here in Calgary, we built a, a practice, a business practice just around SharePoint. I do three or four demos a week on WSS. Uh, and we have a a tool that was developed by a good friend of mine out of Minneapolis that Microsoft just released as a toolkit at the SMB Symposium this year uh, on the WSS starter site. So there's a well again in the IMCP there is a wealth of knowledge. People with different areas of expertise, practice areas. Liz is with Groove. We got a SharePoint practice. We do a lot of compliance work. We all generally all do small business IT consulting. But there's so many different parts that you can go crazy uh, trying to learn them all. And this is one of the reasons behind Small Business IT Radio, too, was to bring the small business community together, not necessarily from a technical side of the house, but more just 
you know, what's out there business-wise? What can we do partnering? What can we do to increase our knowledge base? It's an hour a week type thing uh, where we can get together and learn a little bit more. And, I mean, there's other great podcasts out there that focus on the technology. But sometimes, in my belief, anyway, being a small business IT shop owner, and sometimes there's a lot more than the technology, and it's more about building relationships and partnerships. And that's one of the, the reasons why I'm on the, the board uh, chair for the IMCP Small Business Committee is because I believe my passion is to help other small business IT partners, professionals, and get the resources and the information they need to become successful and in turn makes their clients successful with the right solutions. And, and if your company's healthy, you're going to have good solutions, good healthy customers and clients. Uh, so that's w- one of the reasons why I drive the uh, the SMB Worldwide par- uh, Partner. Uh, getting tongue tied here. The Small Business uh, Board Chair for the IMCP uh, here out of and sit on the Canadian Board as well. So Liz, we're, you and I are on the on the Canadian Board, and we're led by uh, my duplicate partner out of Toronto, Mr. Stuart Detmer. Uh, but um, you know, wh- what are some of the satisfaction you got out of sitting on the uh, Canadian Small Business Board? What are some of the success stories you've seen out there with other partners? Well, actually, I just want to touch quickly. You said something very important there um, that you're you're bringing into other aspects of, of running a business that you're touching upon that are not technical things. Something we did back in May with Microsoft was that webcast. That's and right. that was out to the small businesses. And what did we focus on? Well, yeah, we talked about who we are and what we do, obviously. But well, we sales and marketing, to- wasn't it? Yeah, we brought in Mac McIntosh, which is uh, somebody who's a very well-respected marketing guru who I met about two years ago when I was in on one of his sessions. And um, we actually let him go for about 30 minutes. And that was a a bunch of free marketing advice to the small business community worldwide. Um, That's the kind of thing that you're talking about. That's the kind of thing that we're we're doing uh, as the uh, small business group with IMCP and that's exactly the the purpose of of what you're um, you know proposing uh, on an ongoing basis is not just the technical, but helping companies where, in some cases, one of the biggest sore spots is um, is marketing. And mm-hmm. he actually will be coming to um, now Microsoft, bringing him back to Canada for not one but two slots uh, for the small business partners uh, in in Canada. So you you see a lot of what you are doing and and um, proposing is exactly that and. From my perspective, what I get out of it personally is that, you know, I'm, I've um, built a lot of different relationships, whether they're being, you know, local. I mean, they do. They run the gamut of local, national, and international. And, you know, uh, to be quite honest, um, you know, I've built some of, I think some of the best value I've got out of it is some of the um, ideas and the mentoring that I've received and um, some of the abilities to participate in, in other events and um, in in other uh, areas that has allowed me to grow as a person and therefore make me more valuable within my company and to help me raise the profile of my company within, you know, the, the partner ecosystem. You know, people know I exist, why I exist, what it is that, that Conamex does, and, you know, what value or, or potential partnerships can we build uh, with the other partners out there. And to me, that's, you know, worth more than its, its weight in gold. I mean, if I had never joined INCP, I would, you know, still be, I feel in a lot of ways, except for WPC, which is only once a year and maybe tech ed and, you know, one or two other things, you you tend to be more um, closed. This really allows you to be open to the world, if you will. 
And really, in this, be, in this, in all fairness, not everybody's going to jump in and get involved like you and I have been in the IMCP and over the last year and a bit or two years. Um, there's a lot of guys who are just going to, or a lot of guys or people in general, they're just going to sit, you know, and just reap the rewards of the work that uh, we do. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's great. We uh, we appreciate all the members and and uh, whatever they can contribute. However, the real value in any organization is when you get involved. And you can get involved at your local level. You can get involved at your regional level. You can get involved uh, nationally, internationally. The IFP offers its members lots of opportunity to get involved. If you're sitting on a committee for Groove, for example, or you're on a small business committee, or if you are on citizenship or women in leadership and technology, there's a lot of opportunity to get involved in the IMC at multiple levels, correct? Oh, totally, and and that's the beauty of it is because you can pick and choose where you want to get involved because, you know, especially when you're a small business, uh, you know what it is. Your time is, is absolutely precious, and uh, in some cases you can't commit to driving something, but you can certainly jump on board when, you know, when a particular event takes place or, you know, somebody's trying to, to drive something that you know you can either maybe you don't have the time to give to it, you have the, the funds to give to it, or you have some kind of technology that you can offer to share. And that's that's where you can give back and at the same time get something from it at the same time. Because I think there's very few people, if any, within IMCP that don't, um, you know, giving is getting, right? I mean, the more you give, really, the more you get. So you're going to want to do it. And, yeah, I think that it's it. ten times you get more. Ten times you get more than you give. I think exactly. you have to give first. Yeah, but that's the key, and I, and I have yet to meet anybody who who hasn't done that and hasn't gotten, if you will, really sucked into that vortex and and just gotten all excited about the 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 possibilities. You know, it's um you can you can either stay within your four walls or you can get out there and um, see what's really, really going on. Because if you're going to be a small business and you're going to grow, you just not cannot keep the blinders on. And the last and most important piece that you need to touch on today is trust, because this is uh, the, the big key. And, you know, we've been talking all day today, Pear, yourself, myself, about this P2P. It's always been for the last probably two decades, if you will, that you know you were very guarded in what what you were doing. You certainly didn't want to share anything with your partners about you know doing any kind of works. So you were always, always, always trying to do it all. We were lucky; we were able to do it all from A to Z for our customers. But you know what? There is just as Pear said, there is way too much out there, and you have to at some point start learning to to trust other people and and developing those partnerships. And that's why I went the IMCP route because. It has a, a reputation for um, people that have, if you will, scruples and, and um, people that you can consider uh, trust, trust tr- well, now I'm getting tongue-tied, trustworthy enough, you know, to, to take a chance with. And that's what you have to do, otherwise you are not going to grow as a small business. Oh, you know, there's, there's still a whole bunch of uh, other IT companies, you know, and I see especially in the small business space that trust is something that they struggle with Every day, they keep their cards so close to their chest, and yeah, you know, you can't play all the possible. You can't play the, all the music that's out there. You got to pick a special specialization and go ahead with it and, and move in that direction. Uh, so trust and trusting your partners and finding the right partners and an organization that uh, per, allows in the best uh, partners, uh, and that's what the IMCP does. It brings in the best partners. Uh, 
to help grow your business and will have some interest in helping you at least in, in growing your business and or providing you resources. Some of my best friends now are people that I met through the IACP. I would have never met Liz if it wasn't for the IACP or a few other people in, in uh, on the board if it wasn't for the work we do together in the IACP locally and internationally. I mean, there's some great people, Liz, and you have to admit that we met um, internationally over the last few years. Oh, it's 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 incredible, and and the funny thing is, you know, we spent a lot of time going over live meeting, and you know, basically being virtually getting to know each other, and then you know, finally when we had the opportunity at some of these events, we got to meet face to face. But it is amazing how much of a bond you can build with people with actually, you know, never having touched them or met them face to face. And um, I, I think, you know, if you, like I said, if you're if you're really gonna you know, continue in this business, it's going to get crazier and crazier. There's going to be all these different challenges that you have to deal with. So at some point, you've got to decide to um, let your guard down a little bit. If you're going to do it, again, I will say it, you've got to do with what's the most re- respected, um, you know, firm uh, of individuals, group of individuals that exist out there, and that huge group is IMCP. Okay, so we got like three minutes left here, Liz. Let's for the small business IT pros or the owners of the small business IT uh, consulting companies or the other SBSC members that are out there, what are the, if we had to nail two things, the value to, you know, why they should go to IACP.org today and sign up, what would they be? Well, I think the the first one is you you need to be able to know where you can go to get a, a wealth of information and um to, to meet other people out there that are struggling with the same, you know, challenges that you are. And since, you know, IMCP has m- committed itself to particularly the the SMB people, the SBSC partners, um, you know, this is this is where you want to be is with people that are going to have uh similar uh desires that you do to to do better in business to be more profitable. Uh that's one of the things that IMCP will definitely help deliver on we've been already doing it we have we have the results um the other thing is that you know from a value point of view it's extending yourself after that so you're you're in the smb or uh, you know you're an sbsc partner but you know it's time for you to to grow and and um and move on or maybe move into you know the area of dynamics or being and you've decided you want to get into the isv well again there's an inherent value there because there's already groups of those people with resources that you can latch on to, and uh, they will provide mentoring and, and, and guidance to you so that you can, you know, quickly become successful rather than probably doing a lot of missteps that would otherwise happen because you didn't have anybody to turn to. And so small with that, money you pay, run off to, or as soon as this podcast is over, you're finished listening to it, you're finished on the workout machines at the gym, and you get back to your office, Go to www.imcp.org, sign up today to become a member of the IMCP, and get involved in, with our group, and watch everything just uh, blossom from your business and meet some great people. My contact information, if you want to talk to me about small business in general in the IMCP, is scrawford at itmatters.ca, or you can call me at 403-710-4357. Liz, uh, how do we reach you? Well, you can reach me at um, E. Vandervelt, which is uh, E-V-A-N-D-E-R-V-E-L-D-T, at Conomex.com. 
and um, my smart aleck partner decided to make it a lot easier for me, and he's now created an email address for me called the one at conamex.com because apparently since I'm out there so much, it makes it easier for people to remember. Well, that's great. I'm going to have to thank Bob for giving you that great email address next time I see him. Uh, join, in, join us next week, same time. We're going to be talking about SharePoint on Small Business IT Radio. Have a great and fantastic week. Thanks very much. Thank you.